0: Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the Campfire Gaming Podcast. My name is Rich. And I will be your host for this evening. And with me tonight, I have the wonderful, lovable Matt. Hello. And Chris. <laughs> I'm
1: just and Chris. And Chris. Chris, Chris you're <laughs> you wonderful and lovable too. Oh,
0: well, uh, now t- I'm doing better tonight uh well you might be doing better because we got some good stuff for you guys tonight so tonight we're going to be talking a little bit more about halo infinite i know we covered quite a bit about it uh with between chris and i on the last episode Mm -hmm. um but we got some new information that we're excited to talk about skyrim is going to be releasing itself yet again for probably the 11th time (laughs) in 10 years uh elden ring has got some new information about that Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about Um, The various platforms that this game is going is um, the various platforms uh, for the release of this game. Uh, Back for Blood, of course, has got. Now that that's out, we're going to be going over a little bit about some of the some of their roadmap that they've been talking about. Um, Along with that, Marvel's Avengers. We're going to try and not shit on that as much as humanly possible, (laughs) but that's hey, that's going to be. It is what it is.
1: (sighs) Challenge failed yeah yeah we're talking, already, already, already on talking about something <laughs> talking
0: and lastly tonight we're going to be talking about a little bit about um something kind of tangential to all the games that we're going to be talking that we're talking about this evening and that is going to be about blockchains and nfts we've had some information come through about the uh, up-and-coming technology known as the uh, nft so we're going to be covering that tonight but before we do i would like you the listener to go and visit our website, campfiregamingpodcast.com. There, you will find links to our Discord. You will also find links to our Twitter, at Camp Game and our Instagram, Campfire Gaming Podcast. Uh, from there, you can also find our YouTube, or if you're already watching us on YouTube, be sure to hit that like button and subscribe so that you get further updates on episodes that we make. That was a hard one to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe if you like us, is what I'm trying to say. All right. So, let's dive right into it. We got Halo Infinite yet again. So, Halo Infinite, of course, is uh, is back in the news yet again. We have one month from, I think, even re- uh, from yesterday of recording yeah. this episode. So, Monday the 8th. Today is Tuesday the 9th we are recording. Um, we are one month out for the release of Halo Infinite. We have... Of course, things that I'm not sure how excited both Chris or Matt are personally uh, with this little bit. I'm not super excited about it because I don't buy this kind of stuff right now. We're going to be oh. looking at the uh, Halo Infinite Collector's Edition. Um, it's going to be available. It's going to be available to everyone, mostly scalpers at Walmart for 169 mm-hmm. Lamau 99, and then uh, I think it's already sold out. Right? Yeah. yeah it, it it went up and.
1: It was gone. Just like that good old South Park
2: meme.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it's got- gone. <laughs> now tell me, are you guys going to buy that if you can get your hands on one?
3: Nah, I haven't done it in a long time.
0: Maybe
1: if it was like a, if I if we knew it was an official Microsoft product and that's something that obviously it's official in a way that obviously Walmart would have had to work with Microsoft on it. But it could be just like a Walmart exclusive. Uh, I'm a nerd. I'm dumb the energy sword desk lamp sounded pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Not so much the plasma pistol bottle opener, but you know, yeah, that's true. Another bottle opener.
0: Let's break into what is included in this collector's edition. So you get a steel book. What is in said steel book, Matt? Probably just
1: empty space for a disc. (laughs) Empty space. (laughs) The
0: little cardboard, the little cardboard disc. I, I don't I, know what's I, actually going to be I, Yeah, I it's don't it's know like if the, the
1: other steel book cases the, I wonder uh, I don't know if it came with the game. Huh. It could have. It could come with the game or it could be one of those like you get a digital or you get a steel book for it,
0: you know your game.
1: Sure. Um, with full game. Okay, it comes with the game guys. We're doing it live. Okay, um, it
0: does in fact come with the game. <laughs> so there that there's a score code 99. in there. Yeah. The 16999 in fact does include the game. Um, yep, like what Matt said, you get the plasma pistol bottle opener, the energy sword desk lamp. You get lanyards, you get an art book, which is always fun, um, a portfolio, and developer note. I,
1: you, I'm, yeah. I'm 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 dumb Halo person, so if it was available, I probably would have bought it, but it was gone real quickly, mm-hmm. so I'm not heard about it. Which obviously you can tell I didn't even read in that the, it came with the game. So sure. No,
0: I'm kind of curious, though, because, okay, so I haven't dug too deep into what is actually in this collector's edition. With this collector's edition, are they going to be adding stuff? Um, They didn't specify this per se, but like in the past, you've had disc collections that have had things like video documentaries or soundtracks or, or something like that. Do you think that, I mean, as far as I can tell, that's not what this is going to come with. No. no No. which is kind of sad in my opinion like i like that's the kind of stuff i like you know i Mm -hmm. showing my boomer here but like going all the way back to the one collector's edition that i think i did buy which was the halo 2 collector's edition or at least like the legendary edition or something like that what it had Mm -hmm. like the big tin case and all that yeah i have that
3: somewhere oh yeah yeah
0: and it's got the the documentary of like you know how they ended up going through and making halo 2 and all that that's really cool stuff. Like, like that's like that special DVD features kind of Mm -hmm. thing that I like, but um, this looks like it just kind of comes with a bunch of toys and an art book.
1: Which makes me think it's something that Walmart just did themselves kind of, you know, again, having to partner with Microsoft in some sort of way, but, um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe there'll be something Microsoft announces uh, next week for the 20th anniversary. Eh, I I I doubt it. I doubt it, but, You never know.
3: Yeah. I mean, Microsoft isn't really focusing on the sales of this game. They're focused on selling the Game Pass instead. So Mm -hmm. that's why it does kind of feel like this might be something that Walmart just said, hey, we have all this Halo stuff. Can we just throw it together and call it a bundle?
0: And 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 that could be too that's why it doesn't end up having, I mean, that makes sense as to why it wouldn't have a lot of like those extra featurettes and things yeah. like that is that it's really just Walmart putting a bunch, basically like a loot crate together, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. a fancy loot crate.
1: Yeah. Cause yeah. typically Microsoft would want to market this. Yeah. And he probably have, would, they probably It probably would have got shown off at, uh, where did we get the Xbox and the controller games com? I think it was. I think so. We, we, we probably would have saw it there if there was an official one. Um, and then they'd be promoting it, trying to get people to buy it. So, and hopefully make more than 10,000 units.
0: <laughs> Though, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of, I'd be, I would be a bit surprised if Microsoft didn't do some of like their own thing. I mean, we already know that they, you know, they have a, like a collector's edition console. And like you just said, like the controller and all that. But Halo 5 didn't have anything. Did it? I, no, it I was a no, long time ago. I no, can't even No, It was Halo remember. 4.
1: I think it was Halo Four didn't have any of those crazy collectors editions. No, they just had a. Five because it cause came I'm with
3: staring at it.
1: Yeah, five five had the, like the Xbox and blah, blah blah. Yeah, there was a couple yeah. controller and things like that. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, so, if we're wrong, tell us in our comments section.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I think you it was four didn't that didn't it. have it, but I think you guys kind of already answered this question. But I mean, do you think they should? Is this something that Microsoft probably should do? I mean, again, we've we've kind of beat this one to death, but like twentieth anniversary Halo, kind of the you know flagship franchise of the Xbox,
1: like if the desk lamp was really cool, probably, <laughs>
3: but eh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like because so much of the early stuff is tied up with not, I mean, yeah, it's Microsoft's brand, but it's not. It it was Bungie's you know, love and effort that created the original series. So
2: with that box.
3: Yeah, but I don't know, unless Bungie was directly involved, I probably wouldn't wouldn't care too much about it. For yeah. like a 20th anniversary thing I'm I'm referring to.
0: I suppose, but I would be kind of surprised. I mean, it would make sense to me for Microsoft to kind of show their love to Halo by doing sure. something extra special because well, they kind of are was the console seller.
1: They, they, they kind of are just not in a collector's edition something. You know, we got the mouse, keyboard, headset, the right. graphics card, the controller, the system, or the one thing I did buy today. Did you guys get your wearable Master Chief helmet? No. God.
0: Do you
1: really
3: there is buy another one?
1: There is a collectible. It's wearable. Well, the Halo Three one can only be worn by cats.
3: That's true. It is really small.
1: <laughs> um, but I, I feel like they've just kind of maybe it's maybe it's us only us boomers that buy that stuff and care about that stuff, and they're just moving towards this.
3: Well, it's away from it. We have more disposable income than anyone else, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. it makes sense that it, it falls on us to buy that kind of stuff.
0: That's true. I had to work a lot of hours at Subway to get my whatever edition of Halo 3 that I got. So, right.
1: mine was Circuit City.
0: Oh, that,
1: that unfortunately. And Subway. What was the timing? Because I, yeah. Subway yeah. or Circuit, and Circuit City, maybe. I, guess, I forget where the timing switch over was. 2006,
0: 2007 era. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good, great times. Okay. So. Along with the Collector's Edition, um, we did get more information about how Halo Infinite and is going to be approaching their Battle Pass system. This one has been kind of up in the air for a while as to, you know, we don't know what they were going to do, how predatory was this Battle Pass going to be, how much FOMO was going to be involved, like every other Battle Pass, you know, that exists. Um, but it sounds, for the most part, not that bad, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, no. Just some of the things to break down is that the cost of the battle pass is going to be $10. With that $10, you are going to have a, um, I guess it's like a, like a, from what I understand, it's kind of like how it is in MCC. You buy this sort of season, this battle pass season, and you go through and you get the unlockables and you progress your XP towards that battle pass. Now, you only have one active Battle Pass at any one given time. You can buy multiple Battle Passes, but only have one active at one point in time and send your XP that way. But the one great thing about this Battle Pass is that it never expires. None of your Battle Passes expire. So
1: I think you can buy old ones, too. Oh, so
3: if you join in too late, you can go back and pick one up?
1: I thought I thought I saw that somewhere, but it wasn't in the The I think that was a while back, so don't quote me on that one. I could be wrong.
0: Okay, well that I mean we'll have to dig in a little deeper to to check that out. But as far as I know, yeah, like once you purchase it, you have it for life. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if you go and you quit the game for like six months to wait for co op to come out, you'll still be able to go back <laughs> to your battle pass.
3: Yeah, <laughs> cool. But, I mean, no,
0: any anybody do doing battle
1: think? pass systems needs to switch to this model. Looking yeah. at you, Destiny.
0: I mean, overall, it sounds like you guys are kind of pretty supportive of this. Yeah, this model. Yep.
1: There's there's no FOMO here. There's I can play, you know, maybe I'm a couple uh, seasons, you know, in right. There's four seasons by the time I get it, get into playing it. And then I can just know life it and grind and grind and grind if I want. And then, I don't know, put it down or, or, or wait or whatever, continue to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there isn't that FOMO. There isn't that. Oh, I got to get this done in, in three months. I got to, you know, keep grinding and keep grinding. Um, which I like I'd more. I don't play a lot of games anymore that have those battle pass systems. But when I did, that's, that's all I wanted was like, uh, especially when you're spending money for it. Why is mm-hmm. it? Go, uh, and it's mostly cosmetic. Why is it going away? Destiny. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep picking on it. Cause that's the one that that's probably the game I played the most. It had those systems that I didn't always complete them because I, you know, just start moving on to other better games. Right. So <laughs> but with, I still paid money for it.
0: Right. And I mean, that's the real big feels bad is that when you buy these battle passes and something comes up and you're not able to play for like half the battle pass, you either fall really far behind and you can't actually make up the rest of the the grinding that's required to make it to the end of the battle pass. Or you just say, well, you know, I, yeah, yeah, you either have to sink hundreds of hours in a short period of time or kind of throw your hands up in the air and be like, well, guess i lost out on that battle pass which is a bummer because you know that's it's really like that's one of those predatory fomo battle pass systems and i'm glad Mm -hmm. that you know it's really nice to hear that halo's not going in that direction um mainly because one of the criticisms i remember that we were talking about uh, probably i think a couple months ago is when they were starting to release information about how the xp was going to be given out and how like i can't remember it was like um like the only system. way it was just like only challenges at that point in time were going to give you XP. So if you're really going to have to grind your ass off to get these mm-hmm. battle pass rewards, at least you have unlimited time to do mm-hmm. it, you know? Or you buy, you know, ten thousand cans of Mountain Dew to get your double XP, <laughs> I guess. There you go. Yeah. Your your Mountain Dew you and guys, Taco Bell or something like that. Your Doritos.
3: I have a pallet just on the other side of the door, Mountain Dew, just to play the game.
0: There you go,
1: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, i'm I'm happy they're moving this direction. Um, yeah, I, they just hopefully will be the leaders in this type of thing, and more people will follow suit, hopefully
2: mm-hmm.
0: And that's so. And then one thing to clarify with this too, is that so they're doing this battle pass system, and in tandem with it, they're also going to have events. And if you're playing MCC right now, similar to this as well is like you have your 20th anniversary event, which you can then progress towards that alongside your battle pass. But from what I understand is that these are very separate entities, right? Like you can either progress, um, you could progress one or another, but they're also trying to eliminate the FOMO of the special Mm -hmm. events as well. Um, it sounded
1: like the events there, that's where the FOMO will be but there's a the way they kind of described it is at some point it will like come back like every few months the system and there's you can earn some of those rewards go, again
0: right you can go back to progressing towards that so like so here here's a here's a quote that we have is you get a special playlist and you get a new reward track for each event that's 2 weeks for an event and 1 week for the quote fracture but the fracture comes back every month and it saves your progress. So, whatever the fracture is of that special event, you can keep progressing towards that every month. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit of FOMO for special mm-hmm. events in particular, but also not going away entirely, which is also good. And I don't think you have to pay for those. So,
3: always
1: nice. I think, I think that's just, yeah, the events are part of the, yeah. Right, But it'll be interesting to see what kind of stuff is in those. That sounded like that's going to be more of the unique, weird cosmetic stuff, which makes sense. It's a lot of games do that with the events. You know, you look weird. You know, that's when you get the weird masks and or whatever, you know, skins, things like that, you know, emotes um, where the battle they are going to try to keep a little bit more grounded. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: But we'll see as time goes on. Right.
0: So, um, along with that, uh, moving on from the Battle Pass system, that's basically all that we have for now. Um, Once we kind of get back into the game, we'll be able to find out a little bit more about it. But I think for the most part, I like it so far.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds good.
0: (laughs) Yep. So, um, along with that, we also got some upgrades to Halo Waypoint. Not sure how much you guys have used Halo Waypoint in the past. I've used it. None. So... (laughs) um have you guys had a chance to check out the new halo oh, yeah. waypoint oh yes and oh. what do you what are what are your general thoughts about it? i mean it looks prettier i was gonna say it looks a lot nicer
3: than it used to we got the little look up there
0: yeah it's dark
1: basically in dark mode now so it's yeah. got my thumbs up right Uh no, it's just a cleaner slicker updated look um Whenever I hopped over there, ironically, it was when we were trying to play through Halo the other night because I wanted to look at my achievements and service Mm -hmm. record. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, It was having issues load that stuff. So hopefully they get that fixed soon. But um, yeah, no, it's exciting because you can track your service record for the various games. um, The MCC, Halo 5. um, Oh, what was the uh, what's the Dave and Buster game that Halo? Oh, what's that called? It's on Fire Team, fire, fire yeah. team raven fire team raven yeah. i think yep. it is the fire team arcade game yep mm-hmm. you can you can uh track that as well um and then once halo infinite comes out you'll be able to track that as well as basically do all your customization in there if you want on your app or on the, on, on the uh, website <clears throat> so if you're bored at school or work or on the bus or train or whatever you can just sit there and change colors or and look at your stats. Look at yeah. stats. yeah.
0: Yeah. See how uh how how many losses you got in ranked and get sad.
3: Yeah, try to figure out why am I so damn bad at this.
2: Mhm.
0: Um so yeah, be sure to go check that out if you're into Halo, Halo Waypoint could be kind of a new cool hub. Um I mean, if I'm going to be brutally honest, I probably still won't use it that often just because <laughs> A lot of the stuff on there I don't care about. So. As long
1: as if you're an achievement hunter or you want to kind of see things for specific games in the Master Chief collection, it's really nice.
0: Yeah.
1: They used to be able to allow you to like filter by locked and unlocked and then by game, like by individual game. There's what, like 500 achievements in the Master Chief collection, 7,000 gamer score. So yeah. trying to do that on the, the Xbox app or something like that is just kind, kind of annoying. Of yeah. So this service record was really nice. Um, but again, that was part of what was down the other night. So hopefully, they didn't do away with that type of filtering to allow you to track those achievements a little bit more easier per game. So hopefully, they bring that back. But yeah, I mean, that's that's really all I ever used it for. And trying to get in there to get my beta code for Infinite, you know, back a couple months ago.
2: Right. And it was yeah. dead.
0: <laughs> cool. So, that is out now. Um, have fun with that. Uh, we mentioned it already once, uh, but with uh, as of uh, if you're listening to this episode when it launches, you have two days before the uh, 20th anniversary woo, of, yeah, November 15th. of Xbox and Halo and woo! Right, so... Um, Halo is also having a 20th celebration for uh, you know Halo, Halo and Xbox. So they're uh, they've added a bunch of content for um, the Master Chief Collection. The three of us have already been diving in and mm-hmm. playing a bit, trying to get those campaign runs in before uh, before Halo Infinite launches. Yep. Um, there's a bunch of sense. name plates. There's a couple of neat little armor like throwback armor you can wear. Uh, the big old fat xbox on your back you can uh have the old like the really really og uh what what was that armor called the orion o- the orion okay you can unlock the orion helmet from like the original halo trailer from like what would that be App- like apple 2000
1: uh, it was like mac world uh, mac world <laughs> not
3: apple con <laughs> no, apple con <laughs> it's never been apple con <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I think that's pretty cool because it's actually the whole armor set. Yeah, um, I haven't loaded up Halo Two Anniversary, but um, yeah, we earned enough points when we re- did our run through of Reach the other night that uh, definitely went out there and bought it. But um, <laughs> this is this is on the exchange uh, on the MCC, so that's their kind of like FOMO section. So if you're listening to this, you'll probably have missed the Orion set. Good news is coming back. It's like end of December or early January, so. Go earn your points now so that whenever it rolls back around. But, yeah, they're going to be cycling through some skins for, I think it was Halo 3, Halo 2, a bunch of nameplates. Yeah, a yep. bunch, of, bunch of different things like that. They're going to be kind of cycling through it, uh, again, on the exchange. So, FOMO, go play go play some multiplayer and single player, earn those points, and uh, go
0: unlock the neat. Probably going to do that right after this. Mm-hmm. Because I got more stuff to unlock. I really like the... Um... I don't know what uh, what nameplate or whatever you guys are using that you've unlocked so far, but the uh, I really do like the the Master Chief, uh, the toy Master Chief from the Believe campaign. Oh, we were kind of yeah. talking about this the other night about how cool that was, where it's like the oh, Chief like looking campaign. up or whatever. Yeah, I like. It? Um, <laughs> it's a really good one. It is.
3: There's, a really a, good there's
2: one. been a couple. Might be good one ones. of their best. Yeah.
0: Come on,
1: their best is the one I use, the Firth, the 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 the. the... The oneth the oneth the oh, first. Oh yes, yeah. The one th. Yes.
3: <laughs> Which one are you using, Chris? Uh, I honestly don't remember. I don't know if I've se- if I've changed that part from the default. I spent too much time. No, you did. To- I forget what did it was, I? though. Okay.
1: Yeah, when we were playing last night, I was pretty sure it was something different.
0: Are you going to try and unlock the uh, the, if a- if- the AppleCon armor? I
3: mean, uh- <laughs> yeah, <Apple-con>. of course. <laughs> I remember. I still remember Steve Jobs talking about it. Like, Steve, you remember Steve
0: Jobs, Steve Jobs personally talking about it? Yeah. Like, he came up to you and he's like, Chris, he's like, Halo, I, I swear, is going to release on the <laughs> Mac.
3: He's like, Chris, I know you're a big Myth fan. You love Bungie. This is going to be their next step. And then the day later, Bill Gates, I, I saw him looking over the shoulder and um, watching us talk. And the next day, Microsoft oh, bought it.
0: Yeah, you saw Bill Gates behind the curtain just doing one yeah. of these. Like, oh, he doesn't even know. He had a cat and he was
3: just joking. <laughs> and the rest is history. Cool.
2: Damn.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> go play campaign. Go play multiplayer. Uh, unlock all that cool stuff if you're a Halo fan. And I'm oh, sure yeah. this won't be the last that we're going to be talking about Halo. because
1: I kind of feel this is going to be a weekly thing, uh, you know. We're going to get a lot micro of pro
3: in- announcements. Yeah, right,
0: right. Yeah. They're releasing a lot of information in succession all the way up to the December 8th launch. So until we right. get our hands on it, we're going to probably get quite a bit of info concerning, you know, all the different systems that they're going to be adding, like the battle pass, like mm-hmm. their new Halo waypoint, all that, all the new technical stuff that they've got coming out too.
3: Um, mm-hmm. Matt and I wrapped up um, combat evolved last night. How far uh, along are you guys on your playthrough?
0: Haven't started.
3: (laughs) We got to the
0: point of downloading.
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. We were planning on starting it last night, but we, uh, yeah, we had to wait for the. So, like, how it's (laughs) working out is uh, so she has Halo Reach on Steam, Mm -hmm. but she never bought the rest of the Master Chief collection.
2: Oh, okay.
0: But now she's got Game Pass. So she's basically got two copies of the Master Chief Collection now, <laughs> and one of them has Halo CE, and one of them has Reach on it right now. And so I'm guessing we're gonna have to get, you know, Halo two, three, and four yeah. on the Xbox Game Pass variant of that. So we're gonna ha- we have some stuff to work through, but <laughs> Halo CE is not a hard game, and it's pretty
3: short, so no, we'll we'll no. catch
0: up pretty fast.
3: Yeah, we burned through it in two nights.
0: Yeah, on Lasso. Yeah i bit, like that yeah. we played through all of reach in one night that was fun
3: that was yeah. a lot of fun yeah
0: yeah
1: and oh. uh, and it's also disappointing because it all that fun we had i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it, all that fun we had playing together on reach and that we'll have with odst and three and four we're not gonna, gonna have those memories come december 8th oh because you can't play together in infinite
2: We're running through reach. I'm
1: like, this is so much fun. This is why I love cooperative campaign games like this. And then I got sad because infinite.
3: We'll be able to eventually just. Yeah, I thought you were. Won't be won't be the
0: same. I thought you were getting sad because Chris was kept like blowing you up with the rocket launcher.
3: That too. He shotgunned me. Well, you know uh, what? Let's not let's not (laughs) go down this road. We don't need to. Man, what's our next (laughs) topic?
0: So, Skyrim (laughs) is getting yet another edition. It is the Skyrim Anniversary Edition. Um, so I guess if you really want to buy Skyrim for, yeah, probably the 11th time in 10 years, now is your chance. It is out and available right meow and is available for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. I
1: should buy this. I haven't. I think I played like 20 what? hours of Skyrim when it first came out 10 years ago, and that's it's all I've ever played of the game.
3: Yeah. I, well, I mean, I guess.
0: If you are going to buy this and you have not bought the special edition before, you will be shelling out a whopping $50 for this 10 year old game. This uh, insane. It's insane. If you have money. yeah, if you have the special edition, you will be able to own it for the low, low price of $20. No, so we, you've we, already bought it, might as well just buy it again. It right. is the anniversary edition. Yeah. I, I don't know how close you guys are to Skyrim. I don't know exactly what the big difference is with the Anniversary Edition and every other edition. Like, what's the <laughs> difference between this and the, the Toaster or refrigerator Edition?
1: This one, what is it? Better it's got graphics. fishing. Fishing is the big thing. It's got yeah. yeah an update to graphics. It's got a whole bunch of Creation Club stuff, which brings uh, what is it, like a whole bunch of quests and... and... Uh, items and armor weapon like it's it's just a whole bunch of extra stuff so but it's still yeah. skyrim so
3: i mean yeah i have, i've played skyrim on i believe now every device i possibly can aside from the fridge because i just have not you run into a fridge that you don't I have a do smart it. fridge <laughs> no god no i'm in an apartment <laughs> um and uh
0: i don't think you have it for nintendo switch either
3: Oh, yeah, that's Ooh, a valid point. You're
1: going to
0: have to go buy it and play. Yep.
1: There you go. Go play damn that anniversary. That's, how you get, that's, that. that's
3: what finally trips me to buy a Switch. God damn, that's good. There you um, go. But I just, like, I'll, I'll get the free update to my Series X version, but what, what version is sitting on Game Pass now?
1: I don't know. That's got to be the anniversary, no, not the anniversary, the special edition. I'm ch- I'm probably. Look this up. All right. Time how about to look it's a at- special?
0: Let's, let's look this up here.
1: And yeah, to your point, you'll get the free next gen upgrades. So you won't yeah. get all the creator nice content.
3: It is special edition. So it should be so you'll yeah. get all the 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 high-end console stuff you just don't get all whatever mod club. content. Yeah, all the added. Yeah, content. Unless yeah. I'm going to guess if you pay the $20 upgrade fee, it'll connect. That that tends to be what Microsoft is doing lately, which is kind of nice for the most part, but um God, do we really need more Skyrim?
0: More versions of Skyrim? No, we've just, stopped needing Skyrim five
1: give years me Starfield.
3: ago. Starfield. Yeah, I, I can't now. wait till
0: Tes Six.
1: That would be you know, cool too. Here's an idea for all the modding community out there. Stop. So we up. got um, was it is it Skywind? The Morrowind?
3: Oh yeah, yep. remake
1: that's being made the in this. Yeah. yeah. Now we need. Now we need a. a <laughs> <laughs> more more wind where somebody m- makes skyrim but in the more wind engine oh my god go. that would be so the circle will be complete there you go yep.
0: <laughs> matt you may you need to be a modder and get on that that's a million yeah. dollar yeah. idea right can there. you just
3: like start with oblivion or make skyrim inside oblivion and then go from there Cause then you could see if you go to the right point in Skyrim, you can actually see the tower that's in Oblivion. Um, so it would be nice like connected universe thing.
0: There you go.
1: Could do that too.
3: I'm a little behind on my lore for sky or um older scrolls, but I still know a decent chunk. Me too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, me too. Um, so, moving on from Skyrim, because I'm sure we've talked about enough Skyrim already. Um, who here is excited for Elden Ring? Mike. Kind of?
1: My, uh, Mike's not here. Um, it kind of looks interesting, but I don't know. I played some Dark Souls 3 and I wanted to throw my controller. They're just not my games, but it looks cool. I, Was played that I like, like the, that fan- and did I like the fantasy... I like the fantasy arts art, you know, with this stuff. But, yeah, I don't think I'll be playing it. Looks cool.
0: All right. So, I mean, just some new information that has come out um, about Elden Ring. Um, apparently, they have a very, very large map that you can use to, that you can use, like, markers and things like that to just, you know make tabs on where things are around the map because apparently it's you know big enough that you can mark your own points huge right you Mm -hmm. can mark your own points of interest that's basically Mm what what we know
1: which is Um, i think pretty cool again not somebody that plays these type of games a lot but being able to mark where like tough enemies are or resources or treasures or what i don't know if they're called souls but like things like that to come back to i think is a, a really neat feature to have
0: yeah, I mean if you're having a really, really big map or something, um mm-hmm. I mean even like the the Dark Souls games got pretty, you know, elaborate as far as traversing around that traversing around the game. Um I don't know if you would necessarily need to mark points of interest because it wasn't that big, but if it's if it's as huge as they're describing it, I feel like this is going to be a really good thing.
3: So, well, and it, it tells me that the game is probably going is more open. Than Dark Souls. Than Dark Souls. Because Dark Souls had big maps, but you're kind of twisting around buildings and all this yeah. other kind of stuff. So it's very I don't know how you would use a waypoint system there. It'd be very difficult. So this tells me it's it's just bigger or more more Open. places for you to discover. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The gameplay trailer that they showed off was really cool.
0: Yeah. Get a horse. It's true. Yeah, I mean... Um, do weird things. Yeah, yeah you, you can, can summon... You can have, have spirits that help you mm-hmm. fight stuff, which could be cool. Um, uh, We got some information about where this... Uh, how this is going to run on the different systems. <laughs> it's um, so confusing. Yeah, I mean, uh, let me try and break this into a grid for you, the dear <laughs> listener, because this is going to get a little complicated. So we're going to start right off with the Xbox. The Series X is going to run... At 4K 30 FPS. It'll run at 2K 30 FPS on the Series S. And has an optional 60 FPS mode. Ray tracing for Matt will be supported on the Series X. But not the S. If you guys are all following, you have now earned your degree in Xboxology.
1: It honestly just sounds like it's going to be like a lot of other games. Graphics or performance mode, right? Yeah. Yeah you know, like you're going to have that option. So sounds a little confusing, but I think it's, that's just the basic breakdown of this is do you want 60, uh, FPS or do you want 4k? Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, PlayStation five will also be getting the 4k 30 FPS treatment. Although I don't know if they are getting that sort of optional 60 frames a second mode that Xbox is getting. I For think the it's
1: going to part... the exact same as the, the series X. No, okay. Okay.
0: okay. So, well, there you go. It's going to perform basically the same on PlayStation 5 and Series X. Um, For PC players like myself, we're going to be getting 4K resolution at 60 FPS with optional HDR and ray tracing support. Now, my guess is is that you could probably have higher than 60 FPS because it's all dependent on your hardware. I mean, if you can have the hardware to push higher than that, good for you. You're probably very wealthy, but I mean, I can't go back to gaming at 60 FPS when I've been playing at 144, so... Yeah. <laughs> PC Master Race. Um,
1: I, I actually think it's going to be locked. I, I saw some headlines floating around. I did not get to lo- look into it, but I think on PC it's actually going to be locked. Until huh. some modders figure it out. Really? Until there's an update later.
0: Now, where, did you, um, where did you see this at?
1: Oh. Uh, was one of these i don't know i didn't get a chance to read the article to put it in here so um yeah what's the name of this game they're gonna
0: cap
3: i mean some games do that upon initial release and then they'll uh i know that's that that's that console stink on the world
1: according to official system requirements released by publisher bandai namco Elden ring will reach up to 60 fps on pc Capped at sixty, and a couple articles it recommends under that for capping at sixty. Again, I I it's the PC community, so wait till the modders figure out what any file to go into, and you know turn that off, or wait, wait, you know, six months to a year, there'll be an update that. Yeah, because I mean, sixty
0: FPS is all right, but I mean, you could do so much better. And Mm -hmm. like I said, I mean, if I have to sacrifice a little bit, like some quality on my games, and I can break that, you know, like you know, the the 120 or 144 frame rate, it looks so nice. It's such a smooth experience. I don't know why. Um, I just think it's kind of silly that they would want to cap that. No. Eh, just technical limitation. MVP to hit
1: launch. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I Come, guess. On. Come on, Rich. We work what in software. Is,
0: yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but we, again, yeah, we work in software. We know that this is way easier than, than we think it is yeah
1: it's 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 a setting you do instead of putting a 60 in there
0: right you put a 600 you just add a zero to the end of it and it goes faster (laughs) all right so um the the roadmap for back for blood has been released we have seen what they are doing up through december and Mm -hmm. a little bit into 2022 Mm -hmm um have you guys had a chance to even play back for blood at all or are you guys looking forward to some of these updates
3: i i have played it um it was pretty fun uh their servers are still a little wonky i got dropped uh, a couple of times while playing it but um Chris, yeah, sorry to say
1: you, you were actually voted out oh team, didn't you, want the- <laughs> you
0: just didn't see the vote
3: oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man
1: they
0: don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, with the December update, which is coming soon, you're going to get new supply lines, um, a new practice area. There's going to be a holiday seasonal event. That could be kind of neat. Solo offline mode with campaign progression. So cool. This is Here. one of those
1: shitty games that like, you don't get progression if you go offline. Yeah. It's, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. it's dumb. Games as a service new card types and then you get all new cards so uh personally i was never really like i haven't played back for blood yet even though that we all have the ability to but um was not really a fan of the card system when i played in the betas so
2: yeah
3: it was a little weird
0: yeah
1: i didn't get a chance to play uh i was hoping that once i got back from my travels here that i could con some of you guys into playing at some point anytime but then instead we're playing halo
0: yeah, no, we'll be busy. Yeah, we'll be busy with Halo. What are you talking about? In age 4. I'm trying to play Age 4 too. That's
3: true. <laughs> There's so many games coming out right now, yeah. especially multiplayer games.
0: I know. I've only made it through the tutorial of Age of, of Age 4. I'm a couple missions
1: into the first campaign.
0: Yeah. So, pretty fun so far. Um Other than that, Turtle Rock is uh planning to release their first story expansion called The Tunnels of Terror. In twenty twenty-two. Um, I guess it's part of that. That's forty dollar annual pass. Introduces a couple new characters, um, has a new activity type, you know, weapons, cards, skins, that sort of a thing. Um, this uh if you're curious about the annual pass, it comes included with the Back for Blood Deluxe edition and the ultimate edition. So if you want that annual pass, you're gonna have to shell out forty bucks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Unless you bought the deluxe or ultimate edition, and then you get access to the new expansion.
1: I'll stick with whatever's on Game Pass. I'll stick with whatever's on Game Pass. If I, I really like it, yeah. If I really like it, I'll consider buying it in 2022.
0: Same.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So there you go. That's the, some of the you know not a whole lot of updates, but there's some updates for Back for Blood. Yeah. Um, once we start playing it, we'll probably tell you a little bit more about. How mm-hmm. this worked out for us. Yeah. Uh, I'm really so. Moving on from Back for Blood. Uh, I'm really curious to hear. So I kind of want to just let Chris take this one over. Oh man! Because I I. So we're going to be talking about Marvel's Avengers, the game that's disappointed a thousand, you know, a thousand faces. Because that's the amount of faces that actually played the game.
3: Yeah, right. It's um, they, since, they hit a uh, thousand. It's, yeah. it's on Game Pass good, now. Good for them. It's yeah, up. good
0: for them. So Marvel's <laughs> Avengers, not a very uh well-received game. Uh has gotten a couple of updates that have addressed some of the complaints. Chris, would you like to elaborate on some of those updates for us?
3: <sighs> sure. I would love to. Um probably the um one of the worst decisions they made and it, I'm guessing it's a reaction to coming out on game pass is they did a paid level booster, uh, for the, uh, your characters, which <laughs> met a ton of backlash and is now gone. Um, so that's nice. Um, they, yeah, we could talk about how, uh, I just blanked on the company Crystal Dynamics and, and Square Enix have officially declared this a massive disappointment and has not shipped anywhere near the units they were hoping for and is um, probably not even recoup the cost which probably shouldn't have been a games as a service it was actually really cool as a standalone single player game it was a ton of fun Um But for those of you that have the PlayStation, uh, you will be able to get Spider-Man on November 30th at the end of the month here. It's still exclusive to just Sony. So if you have it on Game Pass, it sucks. Um, Suck at Xbox and PC Master Ace. It's so stupid. Um, I mean, it's it's obvious why it's that way. It's because Sony still has the license and... um, Marvel probably isn't fighting that hard to get it back, but it's still kind of a crappy situation for gamers in general. And I don't think is really going to drive um, any big sales or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm not super thrilled. I'm just kind of coping with it as best I can. Um, otherwise, on top of that, they, they're they going to be busting or busting, bumping up the level cap to uh 175 which i honestly i think i've capped it out to 60 for captain america and i believe iron man and i haven't really done much else and they're introducing more raids which cool i don't really care the level cap that kind of operates
1: like destiny doesn't it where it's like it's based on the armor level of your armor
3: yeah yeah it's your gear bounces it up to yeah which is Is why i kind of just don't care about it
1: is this like a lot of busy work Going 150 to 170.
3: Oh yeah,
1: sounds like a games as a service.
3: It's really bad. But it's really yeah, bad.
1: Yeah, no. Um, I don't remember. Did we talk about the the boosters? Like what? Like why? That's a that was a big deal.
3: Like well, the fact it's that because they originally said they weren't going to do anything like that. Any pay to paid to yeah. win
1: type stuff. So Which it. Wasn't I mean, pay I, to win. It just what because. It didn't bump you levels. It just made you earn more XP. I think yeah. right? it was well, XP...
3: it's it's not like you're really directly in a competition with other players. So I could kind of see where they're like, well, it's not really that bad. And it's like, yeah, but still, you mm-hmm. said you weren't gonna do it multiple times. This is this is my argument with the whole like the
1: Halo stuff with the the campaign. But we're gonna we'll, we'll forget Halo there. But like yeah, <laughs> you you say you're not gonna do it multiple times, then you do it. It's like. Eh. And, you know, I get it. They they were trying to figure out ways to make more money um, because of the massive disappointment that it's been. Um, which I agree with you. I haven't played it yet. I still want to. I still, mostly from your recommendation and from what I've read with different articles and stuff, it's a fun game. Like if you just do the whatever yeah. campaign, right? If you start getting into the games as a service stuff, that's where I hear all it's this. It's
3: just boring. Mm-hmm. It's just a grind. And it's not... I'm, I'm and maybe it's uh okay, I'll say this, I have not played it in about five months or so, so m- maybe they've added some levels to add some variety to it. It's still yeah, uh, you play those couple of levels a few times, and you're like, oh yeah, I know exactly where everything is. I could just mm-hmm. go up there and grab this and then do this,
1: yeah
3: <sighs> it's okay. I got my captain America end gear or end game outfit, so I have my little moment, and now I'm good, mm-hmm. It's done. I uh,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna come to uh, Crystal Dynamics' defense here a little bit too, right? So I agree. It sounds like this was probably not a commercial success. Makes sense. It was a buggy launch. Um, this games as a service stuff probably wasn't the best decision. But it sounded like uh, Square Enix's uh, what was what's his name here? What was what he? He's like the CEO, president. Uh, kind of. I felt like. Took a shot at Crystal Dynamics, implying they weren't the best studio to take this on. Yeah, and I got every bit of like everything I got from this game as it launched was this was a late, late development decision to switch it to games as a service, which caused a lot of these issues for Square Enix to probably cash in on that that style of gaming. Try to try to get that money that Destiny and plenty of other games do. So to me, I'm like, that's kind of a shitty move by right? the president there because everybody knows Crystal Dynamics is good. And I'm not going to say maybe the, the studio may not have been set up to do a games as a service. I guess my my guess would be they were put into a bad situation and now they're being blamed for it. From yeah, the Square Enix. So to me, I'm mm-hmm. like, again, I don't know what's going on. I'm just making assumptions here because I know how the business is run
3: nowadays And well, I'm I'm, going to say that judging from Crystal Dynamics track record and having actually played the game from Square Enix's perspective, yes, Crystal Dynamics was the wrong company to develop a game as a service. They are very good game developers. They make very fun games. They haven't really done a service before. So it it feels like it was a forced decision. Like there's no win here.
1: But like what I'm saying is like it's a little different if if Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics entered their whatever situation here to develop a game and right from the get go Crystal Dynamics knew they were making a games as a service game. Yeah. And then it turned out poorly. Sure, let's let's blame Crystal Dynamics. But I just get the feeling this was a they probably created a like a decision. really a really good like Crystal Dynamics does, a really good, you know, action adventure game yeah with a whole bunch of heroes there would have been a little bit of grinding just because of you know the nature of things things and the different characters but it wasn't a games as a service so somewhere mid mid game square enix probably came in and said all right you're gonna do all this stuff because we need to make this a games as a service so then that's where to me crystal dynamics probably failed in that aspect because they weren't ready like you know you you spent who knows how much time already developing this game and late in the you know the process you're being cha- told to you know switch right. things up so um again not saying there's no blame to go to crystal dynamics but i'm guessing they were just putting a bad situation and now they're being the skit sca- you know uses a scapegoat as to why oh you oh yeah we just made a bad decision on a shitty studio <laughs> like no crystal dynamics is awesome i can't wait to see what they're doing to help out with a uh, perfect dark over oh Microsoft. my god
3: they're so good yep. such a good choice for that and Absolutely. and
1: the inevitable Inevitable news that Microsoft purchases them, <laughs> right? <laughs> they're kind of courting right now, you know. It's just mm-hmm. they're dating. I'm yeah. all for it. And at some point, they'll they'll be given the go ahead to. But yeah, so that's just my, I thought that was kind of as I was reading what that Square Enix president said. I was like, that's kind of a little unfair. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I, yes. I'm guessing very unfair. So
3: yeah, should we talk about? Uh nfts
0: yeah so let's uh let's move on from the sadness that is marvel avengers um you know sadness
1: uh, of nfts
0: yeah (laughs) well i mean before i mean just if you got opinions about uh about how square enix handled this or crystal dynamic handled this um feel free to let us know drop comments join our discord start uh, start a conversation about it. I'd Love to hear from you.
3: Tweet Come fight me like via He's internet. He's been itching chatting. to fight somebody for a while, so if someone it. from the internet can take care of it. It would be We still have
1: to uh follow all the rules of the discord, you know, no being mean. Oh, that kind of
3: fight, sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: not physically. Do I look like I, I'm somebody that could take somebody on? I mean, maybe maybe, maybe like a child. To find out, Matt. I don't
3: know. Yeah, maybe a child.
1: Right? <laughs> there's only one or two of them if there's like 10 of them (laughs) i might get a little outnumbered
0: (laughs) you know so speaking of uh children you know no i'm not fighting
1: children i don't do that you know what children love
0: (laughs) you know what children love matt blockchains blockchain and nfts oh my
1: there is is a book there is a book out there like blockchain for children or
3: something like this good they need to learn it (laughs) yeah Certainly i should
0: learn it yeah i should probably uh read that um so what we're getting at here is that uh with this whole blockchain and nft thing is that uh Ubis, both ubisoft and ea have both announced that they are whole hog into blockchain and nfts Um, EA has stated that they think that blockchain is the future of the games industry. Ubisoft is all on board with it. We've seen Epic games is on board with NFTs. And to be honest with you, I don't know a lot about NFTs or why it's important for gaming. Um, you kind of want to break this down for us, Matt. I know that you kind of have a little bit more knowledge in the NFT space (laughs) than probably both me and Chris combined. Yeah. But, uh,
1: I may or may not work at a company dealing with blockchains and NFTs, but,
0: There you go. Put a
1: little little asterisk there. I'm still learning about this shit. This is all new. This is all cutting edge stuff. You know, I mean, theory and and this tech kind of has been around for a while, but it's starting to actually be used places. It's big in the art world right now, uh, which, by the way, NFT stands for non fungible token. Um, It's a way to prove that something is unique on the internet or, yeah something's unique and hasn't been copied or or whatever faked or something like that right it's a digital i don't know signature maybe maybe that's i don't know if that's right it's a certificate yeah so and i think i think just in general broadly the technology this is the future there's going to be a lot with blockchain more secure you can make things just more unique um NFTs, though, I'll say personal opinion, I think that's still kind of near the how they're going to be used. I think there's going to be a lot of really cool applications right now. the It's huge in like the art community, very big. And the, like, there's so many sites out there where you can buy, you know, artists can make st- stuff and sell it, you know, um, or people like, what is it? 15, 16 year old Doge dog picture, you know, the Doge mm-hmm. picture, you know, yep. that just sold as an NFT six months ago or something like that for an insane amount of money. But Nyan cat sold somebody sold a red pixel, right? So the art community is going crazy over this. Um, and the rest of the world that's in the tech, but um, I, I knew it was coming to gaming. There's already some N- games out there that use NFTs uh, in u- unique ways. We talked the other week, how steam is not allowing them on their, their platform, but mm-hmm. Epic will allow it. So, you know, that, that, so it's going to be interesting to see how all that unfolds. But um it's no surprise that Ubisoft and EA are trying to get into this. Um, I personally think, again, it's great technology. I think it's awesome. I personally think this will be our new iteration of like loot boxes, right? They're going to be Uh-oh. able to create yeah. this kind of this artificial guessing. supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, what's really cool about the the technology, you can have these smart contracts, and they'll probably build something in there that anytime and nfts and by the way something like way you could use nfts in game is um uh maybe a good example is something like diablo right you get that perfect role in that weapon well that weapon you know it's it's a physical or digital item in the game that you can use but you can also sell it as a non you know it's it's unique it's the only one in there but you can sell that mm-hmm. as a nft on some marketplace right um and the way i think this is going to be kind of abused is they're going to build this underlying. Anytime anything is sold any of these items a sword piece of armor something like that uh they're going to get a kickback that you can you can put that into these smart contracts where every time this is sold i'm going to take 20 percent of whatever you know so you know if you sell it for five bucks i'm going to get a dollar right so anytime and, and then they're going to like i said kind of create this supply and demand probably where there's only going to be so much out there so people are going to want to sell it and sell things for a lot of money um or go crazy. You could go crazy with like collectibles and cards, you know, think like Pokemon and stuff like play that, off FOMO. Right, you know, and, and playoff FOMO, you know, you weren't there to get those 10,000 Halo Infinite collector's edition NFTs. Well, you know, there you go. Now, if I feel like selling it, there's going to be a demand for it. I could put it in there. But again, the way they'll probably build it is these companies are always going to shave a little bit of, you know, off the top of whatever the earnings are. There's, and, and, and that's every time it's sold, I'm just also just throwing a number out there. 20% going back to Ubisoft, you know, EA, whoever. So,
2: So I think
1: I'm guessing this is going to play out. Sure. Um, this is very new technology. I have both EA and Ubisoft have said nothing about any games or how far along they are. This could be them just saying, Hey, we're doing it. So now it's going to take three to five years for a game to come out. Um, Or whatever their plans are. I mean, there's NFTs can be used in a lot of uh, unique ways. That was just an example there that I used.
0: Okay. So what I'm getting at, or what I'm hearing from you then, is this seems like this is really good technology and can be used for some really cool stuff. However, what the caveat is, the companies that we know of that are rather greedy and have pretty bad monetization practices namely ubisoft ea and even epic activision
1: um, i'm surprised they haven't come out to say they're they've got seven. their own
0: they've yeah, got their own say. battles to fight right <laughs> yeah. now we are we'll trying get to figure
3: into, out who their managers will be next yeah
0: week. we'll we'll be getting into that probably at the end of this episode but um but that's the big worry then right is that we're worried that ea and ubisoft are going to be abusing this technology to make shit loads of money because it's, mm-hmm. it's no surprise that all you know like ubisoft ea and epic would go you know all mm-hmm. in, all in on board on something like this because it is like you said a very good money maker you can basically just create digital assets
2: mm-hmm.
0: and just sell them you know like and if you can sell a lot of assets that you produce out of your games and things like that i mean I don't know. I can imagine that making quite a bit of money, especially if you're making false scarcity and things, you know, mm-hmm. using FOMO tactics for special events and things like that to get special little NFTs. And yeah, yeah, I could see that definitely being a problem. If yeah. uh, don't EA let it scare
1: you and- away from the, the tech or, or, you know, blockchain or NFTs in general, it, it's all very cool. And I, I do think there's, um, I guess, I guess I'll give you a good example of where I think it in the gaming world too, uh, where, or digital world, where I think it could be useful is for reselling of digital licenses. You know, uh, you have no way to sell, st- sell your steam games, right? What if right. you, what if you could say, you know, just like you'd take it to GameStop or whatever your local game shop is and you sell it and they give you a couple bucks cash, right? You know, you, you, you basically make each of those digital licenses a non fungible Fungible token so that you can sell that. And again, underlying that little smart contract idea is this would be a way to give a little kickback to the publisher too for each time it's resold. I mean, that's a big problem with selling or use games at GameStop, right? And why publishers aren't huge fans of that because yeah, you know, every like time that's resold, it. they don't get a kickback. Yeah. Um, but it's also a big reason why GameStop pushes that because every dollar they sell that goes back into them. So um, I think this from Digital licensing—that'd be a cool, you know, aspect to see NFTs kind of take over and um, give a lot more freedom to being able to control those licenses. Your your movie, kind of like you again, kind of like you do in the physical world. You see, <laughs> I'm dating myself, you could uh, you sell your VHSs, you know, the you know your your <laughs> your CDs, you know, stuff like that. You can take them in this right? Same thing here. You can start selling your digital music that you you bought, your your movies, games, things like that.
0: But with this way, I mean, with this route, you have that certificate of authenticity, whereas, you know, like I can't going kind of back to your example a little bit. I can't just like burn a bunch of music to a CD, also dating myself, burning a bunch of music to a CD and then trying to sell that CD at a true at a FYE or something like that. Come on, you,
1: you want to date even more? Listening to the radio for your favorite song to come on. <laughs> oh my
3: God, that is that's been Hit a long record time. record for your
0: your cassette <laughs> your your tape deck. Yeah.
3: Now, did but, you guys hear about um, Mike Judge made an NFT?
0: Uh no, I did. Collaborate.
3: He, uh, Mike Judge, was who like was King is
0: King of the Hill. Was that yep, a King, King of the Hill?
3: It is a King of the NFT. Hill NFT. Yep. Hell
0: yeah, that's awesome. Yep.
3: For twenty trillion dollars. Oh, <laughs> I can't
0: get. I can't afford that, but. Is it Hank Hill?
3: Uh, I haven't actually seen what it looks like. I just was reading about it, and I'm like, yeah, that's a very Mike Judge thing to do.
0: All right, I need to see <laughs> this.
3: <laughs> yeah, for for our listeners who maybe, oh, God, might not be as familiar with, um, Mike Judge, who most recently did uh, the Silicon Valley series, but also made King of the Hill, Beavis and Butthead, for those of us who are old enough to know what that is. Um Idiocracy, office space, so much quality entertainment. <laughs> all
0: right, I, I found the this Did NFT f- will be available for $6 trillion each. Oh, it's $6 trillion. Yep. Or you can buy all four for 20000000000000 trillion. <clears throat> They're worth is. every penny. Uh, I will show <laughs> you. Let me link this to you guys so that you guys can see what I'm talking about. Oh, um, my we'll God. Copy this link here. Uh,
3: if you watch the, our, our video podcast, we will have an image of it there.
0: There you go. It's quite nice. If I had six trillion to burn, I would think about it. I like this.
3: That's
2: <sighs>
0: insane. It's uh so for you, dear listener. It's uh Mike Judge put this out on his Twitter, and it's basically the 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 four the the, the alleyway four from King of the Hill. You got Hank. It's a pixelated version of Hank, uh, Bill, Boomhauer, and Dale.
1: <laughs> oh. Nice.
3: Day
0: and all. it's just their heads. Yep.
2: Just the, <laughs> the heads of those four
1: pixelated images. Yep. Those are, uh, those seem to be popular pixelated images mm-hmm. of things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So. <laughs> Six well, cool. trillion.
0: Six yeah. trillion. Six yeah. trillion dollars well, for that. He doesn't want
3: to have to make another energy. show. Silicon Valley's over. He needs something new.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he needs to. I don't know what he needs to do. But he's a, he's a very funny man. So he is. a v-
3: Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. So,
0: uh, that about wraps it up for all the, the main stuff that we wanted to talk about. Thank you very much, Matt, for that wonderful lesson on NFTs, that very like high, the high, high level view yep, of the right. NFTs. Um, I, I,
1: I'm surprised I was able to put it into somewhat understandable. I'm assuming understandable. Um, explanation it's it's crazy i like i said i've been i work in this stuff and it's still like learning things every day so it's
0: it's, well, it's cool it's i really just neat. walked away from this episode a little bit smarter i think so
2: no you know
0: yep, nfts and, yep nfts um so before we wrap up the episode tonight uh we're just gonna go over a quick little bit a couple little uh, quick bits of news um just gonna run right through these um starting at the top here uh so unfortunately blizzard is just not doing super hot right now um what yeah right (laughs) along with all the other shit that they've been their little shit storm um along with that they've already announced that they are going to be delaying overwatch 2 and diablo 4 Um, they were originally slated for 2021, but then COVID, and then they've been pushed back later from, you know, they were then pushed into some time in 2022. Well, they've just pulled the plug on that and they're saying, well, it'll be later than that. So (laughs) don't expect Diablo four or overwatch Two anytime soon. Oh boy. Um, along with that, unfortunately, um, Jen O'Neill has also stepped down as the co-CEO, I guess, of Blizzard Entertainment. So uh, after, um, um, wow, I've already forgotten his name, J. Allen Brack. After J. Allen Brack stepped down, um, Mike Ybarra and Jen O'Neill kind of took over as co-leads. But it's only been a couple of months and Jen's already out the door. So that is unfortunate. She's going to be taking another opportunity elsewhere.
1: We were just talking about that in like July, wasn't it? Wasn't it like June yeah. or July when all was that August. happened? It was August. I was going to say it was, long long ago, it, it was August. It was only two months ago.
0: It was August that all this shitstorm started. Like, like it was July mm-hmm. and August that all that this whole shitstorm started hitting the media. Mm-hmm. And then it was like either mid or late August when we did the episode on kind of covering the very first bits of it. And yes, in that bit, we uh, we talked about Jen O'Neill and Mike Ibarra taking over for. <laughs> J Allen Brack who was Jesus canned. Yeah. Um So I'll throw it out there that I, I think wanna, Mike
1: Yabar is going to do a good job if he can weather this, to this storm.
0: Yeah, well this is one hell of a shitstorm. <laughs> yes, I mean, there's hey, a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people who aren't happy for a lot of different reasons and it's not even just the lawsuit. It's, you know, things that they're doing with wow or things that they're doing mm-hmm. with, you know, problems they were having with the Diablo 2 Resurrected launch and Various other problems that are probably out there that I just haven't figured out yet. I'm sure Hearthstone has probably a bunch of problems with it too. Watch, that's the only game that's like That's just totally fine. Yeah. There's just my own hat
1: that's the one team that's like they were they were pushed off into a corner because they're like oh mobile game whatever you know and they got that one really good you know passionate lead the passionate team and they're just like they're just kicking ass in that game and everything else is on fire
0: (laughs) but i mean like even going back to like the very start of this year even before all the lawsuit stuff this has not been a good year for blizzard no at all i don't think
1: it's been a good like two years for blizzard or three, three when, did, yeah. when did the warcraft three stuff reforge? <clears throat> oh,
0: oh my god.
3: god i forgot how bad that I was. i mean
0: even even before that you had the whole like blitz chung thing mm-hmm. you had the um, before that, that i was think about two, yeah. before that you had the whole um controversy about the bunch of layoffs that had happened mm-hmm. and then the hot esports getting torn down like without mm-hmm. really getting notice of it yeah it's been a, it's been rough but what I'm really curious about is, you know, like, what what really prompted Jen O'Neill to want to bail out after working there or after being in that position for mere months? Was it kind of one of those, like, holy shit, this really is just way too much to deal with? Like, this, this is going down the tubes? Or is this, like... Do you think any know? of it
1: might be that much to what Activision does, she was originally... Um, studio head of vicarious visions Mm
2: -hmm.
1: do you think any of it might be to unhappiness from the fact that they were basically consumed by blizzard i mean they were owned by activision right but they're being could they were consumed by blizzard and brought on to basically just help i think i'm sorry it wasn't replaced the legacy team essentially and they're the ones that uh built up finished diablo resurrected correct yeah so i mean like Depending, I don't know her career, so maybe depending on how long she was in charge over there, Vicarious Vision made a lot of good games along with a lot of other studios. Again, Activision has that habit. I mean, think of like Raven software and and um, good. I'm doing I'm doing great with this. Uh, was it never soft? You know, these studios that mm-hmm. they used to own are getting shut down or being put into the bigger silos of like Call of Duty or. I guess Blizzard. Blizzard still has a couple of games they make that aren't Call of Duty, but you know, if I was somewhere making some really cool games, made some a really awesome Tony Hawk remaster and then all of a sudden they're like, we're going to make you do other things and your team is now doing, you know, they're just mm-hmm. a support team essentially. And I don't I wonder, know, I might not be happy with that.
0: And I mean, I'm kind of, I mean, now I wonder if you know, do you think, you know, Jen O'Neill and Mike Ybarra were kind of just like selected to replace been, yeah. them? Yeah. And, then there were, and you know, maybe she was kind of like, this isn't really what I want. Yeah, you know, I, don't I don't want
3: to co- lead. I want or, to lead. Or lead or, at all. Like, or
0: lead at all. Like, maybe it's just, you know, not the position that she was after. Well, yeah. uh, it could have yeah, been.
3: Yeah, she could be something where she wants a little bit more, say, more input on the finished product. Whereas <laughs> with Blizzard, I assume it's kind of like, this is the roadmap we have that will get us a, a new game in four years. Um, so, but she doesn't want that. She wants something else where she can develop something new.
0: And that could be. Yeah. Right now, all we have to go off of is speculation and the big post that she made on the Blizzard website. Um, mm-hmm. She wrote a pretty big letter. A lot of it, I mean, not really explaining much other than that she's leaving and that she's transferring responsibilities to Mike and stuff. That's kind of, you know, she kind of touts the whole, like, well, I'm not leaving because it's terrible here. I'm leaving because of, you know, I think this place is great. It's got a lot of potential. Yada, yada, yada.
1: I, I know she says that, but what if that's like, cause nobody's going to be like, you know, she might be doing it personally to friends or family or something like that, right? You oh, know, but yeah. like mm-hmm. you're not gonna, especially as a studio head, come out and be like, fuck this place, I'm out, peace bitches, right? You know, like you're gonna right. be, you know, kinda well, like yeah. she did, a little bit more diplomatic, you know, like it was great, I'm leaving because but like what if she just wants to separate herself from Could the be? shitstorm that has been Blizzard? And that's
0: perfectly fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't imagine, you know, the putting your yourself in front of that crosshair. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it is exactly that.
3: She, she could have gotten wind of something that's going to come down the <laughs> yeah, pipeline that's more, worse. She's, she's more just allegations like, that are yeah. coming down. Is just like she just doesn't want to be there. Like, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Hard to say. We'll have to find out once we uh, get more information yeah. on. Maybe uh, Mike Ebar will quit in two years, or <laughs> two months, or something like that. Who knows?
3: Best of luck to her wherever she lands.
0: Yep. Best of luck to all of them. Um, So moving on, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns uh, has been delayed. Mm -hmm. Um, Originally slated for next March, it is going to be pushed back probably towards the uh, summer or later of next year. So if you Mm -hmm. were looking forward to that game, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Um, Obviously we talked about the Xbox anniversary celebration. It's going to be on the 15th. um, So you're going to be able to, we're going to be able to check that out. There's going to be a live stream, Um, not us, live streaming it but (laughs) xbox is going to be live streaming it Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know what to expect the only thing that we the only thing interesting before i let you go into that matt is i'm kind of curious what you guys think xbox has tweeted
3: oh that they're going
0: to be talking about something orange what is it i want to like the it'll probably get revealed by the time this episode goes out before the uh It'll probably get leaked before the fifteenth. Yeah. So. What so do you guys think? It is obviously
1: um, overcharge um, is what they're referring to. So, it Overdrive, two.
0: There you go. All right. So <laughs> that's oh my that's my guess.
1: <laughs> I've seen I've seen guesses of what is it, Crunchyroll and the famed Orange Box.
3: So the Valve it, Orange Box. I don't I don't buy into the Orange Box. It's so old now, uh, unless they bought Valve. Um because what I'm leaning on at this point is earlier, like two months ago, there was a lot of rumors that Microsoft may have be in negotiations to buy somebody, but there's a lot of antitrust concerns surrounding it. And I'm wondering if that's what this is, if Microsoft ha- is ready to announce who they bought and it somehow has something to do with Orange. Maybe it's valve. I find that highly unlikely though. It would explain a lot of antitrust concerns. Cause the, yeah, that's, that's kind of how that works. Um, but it could be someone else that has to do with orange. I just nothing off the top of my head. Maybe, Dreamcast. They're, uh, maybe Dreamcast. they're buying Activision Blizzard and that's why Jen O'Neill is leaving at the end of the year because then her position's obsolete.
0: Well, what does that have to do with being orange? I don't know.
3: They're something's orange.
0: It's California. So, yeah. yeah. It's the orange
3: state. They, they have oranges. Yeah. I mean it, it is like a Lizard, big thing there. Lizards I thought was Florida. No, it's um, California. It's,
1: there's an Orange yeah. County, right? I is Anaheim was, in orange I mean there's also County? an
3: Orange County in Florida, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um I don't think it would be that just a personal <laughs> I don't I don't think that's what that is. My thought is that the orange box is probably a good oh. I think that's a pretty I think that's a pretty good sell. Is that backwards compatible yet? I don't know, but I'm guessing that they're probably going to put it on Game Pass. That would probably be the the orange tweet is that they're it was already released on Xbox 360 long time ago.
3: Oh my god, a super long time ago.
0: Yep, and we already know that, you know, Steam like what Chris kind of alluded to is that Steam and Microsoft have a pretty good working relationship already. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, maybe we get a couple of Valve games on the Game Pass, which would actually be pretty awesome. You know, that
1: was a a
3: rumor for a while. Maybe Microsoft bought the game rights.
0: I doubt I doubt Steam would part ways with those. That would be a big They don't
1: make games anymore. Well, see, that's just it.
0: Yeah, they, they keep that in the pocket in case they feel like it again.
3: Which is how we got Half Life Alex, which is unbelievably cool.
0: It is insanely cool. But um, uh, Orange Box is what in, uh, included Half Life Two and a couple of the episodes. Uh, I think also Episode One and Two along with it, Portal, yeah. and it included uh, Team Fortress uh, and yep. Team, Fortress. Team Fortress. Yep, Team Fortress Two. So, yep. I mean, if that comes to Game Pass, that'd be kind of neat. But I don't know if I w- would play it. Because I already have it on Steam, but right. If not, whatever. It's another nice addition to Game Pass. Um. So beyond that, what else do you think is going to be at the Xbox Anniversary Celebration? Nothing. I mean, you don't think it's uh, going to
2: be?
1: They, I mean, not saying they couldn't have things up their sleeves. I've heard rumors of this and that, but I mean, they even stated that don't expect any big announcements. Yeah. Like, this is just a celebration. Again, they could be trying to, be you some
3: know, freebie tie ins in some of their first party titles. Yeah, that's, that I, like, I don't think some
1: stuff. I don't think there's going to be much. I mean, the biggest announcement I could see, and this was a rumor a while ago, was that some more OG Xbox games will be available on Backwards Compat.
3: I've heard I've heard that rumor well, game
1: pass, but I'm like, all for it. I guess depending on who you are, that could be big and exciting news. But I don't think there's going to be any of these big announcements. I don't think we're going to get. No these game trailers and releases. I'm sure we'll get something from probably Halo, but I mean, that's again, not a huge announcement. Um, Probably look back at different things. Fable's not going to be there again, unless they're literally just straight up lying to us.
3: It's not really their history.
0: No. And I mean, that seems like this would be the kind of appropriate thing to not do like big, you know, this isn't like a big press conference. This is more of like a, a fun celebration of yeah. twenty years of Xbox, right? That's save, more in line with Yeah.
1: Save have all the big deb-
3: yeah. Big news
1: for
0: game awards.
3: Yeah. yeah. That's have, true. Uh, yeah. Why sure. drop
0: all this information right before game awards coming yeah. out? Right I'm gonna guess that we'll awards.
3: see some dev interviews and that kind of stuff. Maybe Jason Jones will make a special appearance and talk about Halo coming out on uh Xbox. And PC. I mean eventually
0: and yeah. Mac and
3: Mac. Eventually. At Apple
1: AppleCon.
0: <laughs> yep so yeah I, I can imagine some reminiscing being done and
2: mm-hmm.
0: it'll be kind of fun I think I think you're on to something I think um Chris I think you mentioned it uh that it's probably going to be like a fun little promotional thing yeah like you could probably get like yeah like a like a code for something or like a twitch drop or something like that mm-hmm. to, Go along with something in Master Chief oh, Collection. Mixer's uh,
3: coming back. Yeah. Oh, they, um, that would be
0: huge.
1: <laughs> they are doing.
3: We're gonna uh, buy they, it
0: back from Facebook. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: they are doing. Um, what's what's a Facebook? I don't know what you guys talk about.
3: Um, it's too meta for you.
1: Yeah, um, they are doing new badges for how long you've been a member of Xbox Live and and Game Pass. That's good. but yeah. I think it's just gonna be little things like that. Uh, one thing if you kept track of it, I don't visit regularly, but um, they have been doing a really cool thing with their Xbox website mm. is they've been slowly changing the homepage to look like the old Xbox, the old mm-hmm. three sixty um, you know, versions of those websites. So it's kinda kinda neat. It's so. kinda cute.
2: That's nice. Mm-hmm.
0: But all right. Um, and lastly, Call of Duty twenty twenty three. Um and thanks for listening to the podcast. Yep, man,
3: that's it. <laughs> we know it will exist. Have um, a good
0: night. Supposedly, there there is a leaker suggesting that it is a it is a black ops based story, um, and will take place in the distant future. That's all rumor and speculation, and that's all you know how credible you think that leakers are. Um, mm-hmm. I yeah, think yeah. it's no surprise that Call of Duty will have another iteration in 2023 because it's Call of Duty. They release one every year. Yep.
1: Yeah. No, it's Treyarch's turn, and it whatever, whatever they referred to this reputable leaker, apparently this person has uh, correctly leaked well, some previous Call of Duty stuff, so... I mean, um, you just... Y- y- to your point, we like, never know, but if I see that in an article, I see that they've predicted a few other things. I'm a little bit more willing to put it into the, the mean, topics here. Treyarch but,
3: <laughs> isn't known for their like, out-of-this-world changes to Call of Duty. It's... We make black ops wall running.
1: Weren't they wall running?
3: Yeah, that was black ops well, black ops three or four. Yeah. I honestly don't remember anymore.
1: They wall invented running? I wall
3: that, running.
0: I thought that was advanced warfare. I
3: don't Is know. I didn't, I didn't in, think it in, was in an blue. advanced warfare.
0: That was the one. Cause no, I remember makes the big sense. meme of boots on the ground, boots on the ground. Everybody wants boots on the ground. Like everybody got all pissy because you had like the jumps and the wall running and all that, and people didn't like that. Apparently, I thought that. Yeah, was, whatever, whatever.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward to Modern Warfare next year.
0: I thought. I mean, yeah. Uh, Call,
3: it's it's Call of Duty. I whatever.
2: Campaigns. Like, the
0: looking campaigns forward are not Cod. Yeah. And that's what we're going to close with. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs>
1: no, we can. Here, got some happy news. I mentioned it before. What? But. $100 for a collectible, wearable Master Chief helmet at oh GameStop. God. Apparently, it's exclusive to GameStop. Go check it out. It's got like lights and sounds and really neat stuff. I'll take a picture of it when I get it in January. Go get it while it's hot, because um, you know these things sell out real quickly. It's could it's be not, sold out already.
3: It's not going to be available at launch?
1: No, why would? No. It's not completed. <laughs> they decided to delay their product, so it was perfect when it came out. You can Unlike buy two, half perfect. the
0: helmet now and you <laughs> yeah. get the visor later. You
1: you get the stand it it comes on. But um yeah. Actually it's pretty a pretty cool looking helmet. Um I felt the need to bite since I'm literally staring at my N seven and uh Doomslayer helmet right now. So cool. I felt like I need to get a wearable Master Chief helmet. There you go. Some little more exciting news, some fun news, some happy news instead of
3: the factory of sadness
0: sadness yeah cool well uh thank you guys for joining me on tonight's episode and going through this fantastic bit of information that we had to share with all of you the dear listener um as we close out be sure to again visit our website campfiregamingpodcast.com visit our discord join us join the conversation um we love to have you we love to talk with you play games together you know It'll, we always have great fun in that discord. Um, if you like this podcast, be sure to get you know regular updates from our Twitter at Camp Game Pod. Sometimes we post to Instagram at campfire Gaming Podcast. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, be sure to hit a like, you know, help us out with a like and a subscribe. We'd love you forever if you did. Helps us with the algorithms, all that good stuff. Um, and to to close it out there, Thank you all for joining me tonight. My name is Rich. I was your host for the evening, if you couldn't tell. And I will see you guys next time around the campfire.